Welcome to our News of the Times History News Short. This is a bite-sized historical news extract from our fuller News of the Times podcast. Excerpt from Lloyd's Weekly Newspaper, June 1889. Mrs. Maybrick. Mrs. Maybrick was brought up at the courthouse in Islington, Liverpool, on Wednesday before Sir W.B. Forward and Mr. W.S. Barnett, county magistrates, charged with the willful murder of her husband, Mr. James Maybrick, by poisoning. Superintendent Brining opened the case for the prosecution. He first gave the synopsis of the events, leading to a charge relating how the evidence would show that up to shortly before the Grand National steeplechase at Aintree, the deceased and his wife appeared to have lived happily, but that an intrigue was then carried on between Mrs. Maybrick and one Alfred Brearley, in the pursuit of which they passed some days together in London. Accused returned in time to attend with her husband, the Grand National. Brearley also attended, and on the evening of that day, a quarrel took place between the husband and wife. From this point, Superintendent Browning related in detail the purchase of flypapers by the accused, the steeping of them in water, the illness of the deceased, the absence of arsenic in the medicine prescribed by the doctors, its presence in the food sent down to the deceased's office by Mrs. Maybrick, and in medicines afterwards found in the bedroom. He mentioned also that Mr. Maybrick, having taken to his bed on Saturday, May the 4th, his wife assumed the entire charge of him and permitted no one else to attend to him. Next, he spoke of the discovery of the letter of a compromising nature sent by Mrs. Maybrick to Mr. Brearley, and entrusted by her to Alice Yap, the nurse, to post, but accidentally dropped in the mud, and its nature ascertained when the nurse opened it to put it into a clean envelope. The engagement of professional nurses was next related, and the discovery of arsenic in the bottle of Valentine's meat extract. Then came the death on the 11th, and the search of the bedroom, dressing room, and other apartments, and the discovery of arsenic in powder in bottles in a tumbler. The post-mortem examination made by three doctors, two of whom had attended the deceased, showed arsenic in several of the organs, and doctors were of the opinion that death had resulted from irritant poisoning, probably arsenic. The prisoner was taken into custody and charged first on suspicion of causing death of her husband and later with his willful murder. Dr. Arthur Richard Hooper gave evidence as to the professional attendances of deceased, which ended in December, and in the call which Mrs. Maybrick made upon him on the day of the Grand National, when she made complaint about her husband, showed her eye blackened, and spoke about his separation. Witness added that he had no recollection of prescribing arsenic 
for deceased. Alfred Schwees, head waiter at a private hotel on Cavendish Square, London, spoke to the arrival of Mrs. Maybrick at the hotel on the 21st of March in the afternoon. She was then alone. She was visited by a gentleman about half-past six, and they went out together to dinner in a cab shortly after seven. They had not returned when witness went to bed at eleven o'clock. The next morning he saw Mrs. Maybrick at breakfast time about half-past nine o'clock. There was a gentleman with her whom he then understood to be Mr. Maybrick, but whom he now knew to be Brearley. This was not the same gentleman who had been with her the evening before. They remained together at the same hotel until the following Sunday, the 24th, when they left about midday. Mr. Brearley paying the bill for the two, £21 and 13 shillings, they occupied the same bedroom. Bessie Brearley, the housemaid at Battlecrease, was examined about the events of the Grand National Day, when Mr. and Mrs. Maybrick quarrelled after returning from the race. The witness was taken to the discovery of the flypapers soaking in a small basin on the washstand in the prisoner's bedroom. This was before Mr. Maybrick was taken ill, but she could not say the date. On finding them, the witness told the nurse she was also describing how the flypapers were covered with an inverted plate and the whole wrapped up in two towels. The next morning, witness found same scraps of flypaper in the lid of the slop jar. Up to this time, no flypapers had been wanted for use in the house, nor had any been used in the ordinary way. Excerpt from the Elgin Current Amorishire Advertiser, August 1889, Mrs. Maybrick. Yesterday morning, Mrs. Maybrick was removed from Walton Jail, Liverpool, and conveyed to the Woking Female Convict Prison, where she arrived about four o'clock in the afternoon. There was a scene of great excitement at the station on the identity of the convict becoming known. She seemed in a weak state of health. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.